0: I can do, a total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> yeah, it's Eclipse Monday. Little Bonnie Tyler Ramones all over it. Happy Monday. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe with CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Of course, we are in the, I guess, the countdown to the eclipse. I know here in Arizona, it's ten fifteen. So right after we get off the air, uh, I guess we're going to start being able to get a look at it. Don't look. I was telling Ramon that you know, normally for like an hour a day, I try to to help everybody. You know, take their, their heads out of their backside. you know, get it out of the sand and, and kind of really pay attention to what's happening uh, socially, economically, not only here at home, but all over the world. But today's going to be one of those days I, I don't want to do that. And right? apparently we'll all go blind if we look up at the eclipse without our special glasses. So if you don't have your special glasses just keep your head right in the sand, and you're going to be okay. I I, I did, you know, something interesting. I, I was told, and I don't know if this is factual or not, but I was told, like, like Wyoming was going to have the best of it. And it just so happened that the elite are there. Yeah, Jackson Hole uh, going on in Wyoming. All the, all the richest people in the world and their banker buddies are going to come together to try to, figure out what the game plan needs to be uh, nobody is expecting much actually what I'm be, what's being reported is Mario Draghi who is the European central banker he's the J- Janet Yellen of Europe is supposed to be possibly maybe delivering the most important things all having to do with the bond buying program that is currently ongoing in the EU. They're still in their quantitative easing. They're buying $60 billion a month. Uh, And and the indications, at least from are that's going to continue. Nobody is expecting Janet Yellen to give any type of hints uh, whatsoever in Jackson Hole, so we'll have to uh, kind of follow along. But, uh, yeah, Eclipse Monday, I guess the productivity miracle is going to stop today, and I don't even know how long it lasts, I think it's like, maybe it's a couple minutes and and, and then, it, you know, go, as it goes across the country, maybe it's a couple minutes, but uh, I can't wait for earnings season next quarter, when all of these companies blame the eclipse as to why it is uh, that business was bad, because you know that's coming <laughs> uh, okay, hey uh, the earnings aren't looking so hot I know, let's blame the eclipse, so look for that in the next 60 to 90 days, but uh, I will say this, so my kids, their school, I I was thinking, you know, this is a great uh, experience, right, it doesn't happen very often, Uh, I think 1979 was like the last time this happened, and you'd think the schools would be all over it. Right, The kids would all, they would have, you know, it's not like we knew, like last week, that this was coming. Right, We've known about this probably for years. And, and you would have thought that the schools would have been able to go out and get and get glasses for all the kids and all that. My my son's school, their solution, I have a senior in high school and a freshman in high school, was to send out an email over the weekend. Hey, you know what? If you don't want your kid to come to school because of the eclipse, it's fine, right? Have him show up at one o'clock. If as long as he is in school by one o'clock, they can go to their extracurricular activities. Because normally, if you don't go to school, you can't go to football practice or volleyball practice or whatever it may be. And so, and I just was like, "Are you kidding me? First of all, you're really going to wait till the weekend to say something?" And then the, the answer is, well, if you, don't send your kids to school if you want them to see the eclipse. Because if you, if they're here at school, we're not even going to let the kids go outside. And I was just like, you know, even without the glasses, right, you can do the indirect thing, you know, put a hole in a box or, you know, I, somebody even said you can do it through your fingers and all, not actually looking up at somebody, seeing it indirectly. Uh, but you know what? I It's like I told my wife. The school doesn't want to get sued, right? Because you know there's going to be some kid, right? (laughs) There's always going to be at least one that says, ah, come on. I'm going to look right at it and see what happens. Uh, Yeah, don't do that. But we'll see how the the solar eclipse affects the earnings season down the road. But everyone is uh, predicting that it's going to be hurting their favorite thing, which is the productivity miracle. We'll keep our eyes on that. But this weekend, something else happened. A different type of email was sent out, this time by the, the I guess, the president, the CEO, the overseer of the largest hedge fund in the world, sent out a message to their investors. I'm going to share that with you. Uh, he made some very, very interesting comparisons to what he believes is happening today versus things that have happened previously Uh, we're going to talk about that more this time more pension funds lining up to sue the banks and you start thinking about at what point do do we actually crack down on these financial institutions as they've been blatantly ripping us off i'll give you the details to that and then i learned something new today when it has to do with some of the things. You know, we talk about all the things they've changed, right? They've changed how they calculate CPI. They've changed how they calculate GDP. they changed how they calculate jobs. There was something else they changed in the 80s that may be a lot to blame for at least the stock valuations we see today. We're going to tell you all about it. Don't touch that... uh, 800-951-0592. 800 That's what you call to avoid a financial eclipse. And according to, well, the largest hedge fund in the world, that may be exactly what we are heading into. Two weeks after Ray Dalio warned in his latest letter to Bridgewater clients, by the way, Bridgewater, for those of you who have never heard of them, there's a reason you haven't. Because you got to be a millionaire slash billionaire to even play with Bridgewater. But the they said that the right trade, so this is what hedge funds do, right? The right trade in the current environment is to buy gold in case, and I quote, things go badly. The head of the world's largest hedge fund is out with his gravest warning yet. He's actually been ramping it up, and I'll give him credit. You know, a lot of these people, oh, I I called this crisis, or I called that one, or, or what have you. And then you're like, you know, and I've been doing this 14 years. I'm like, yeah, you called it after it happened. But, but Ray Dalio, he's been pretty much all year long. Warning about the same types of thing that I talk about here every day, but in his latest one, he he now goes a step further. So two weeks ago, boy, don't you wish you listened to that? Right? I mean, two weeks ago, from where gold was two weeks ago to today, it's up what about a hundred bucks? I mean, gold's up what five bucks, twelve what twelve hundred and ninety one bucks right now. So let's call it. from from two weeks ago. But he adds to it now and gives a little more of what he thinks, a little more color to what he thinks is going to be happening. And here's what he said. He said that he's concerned about the growing internal and external conflict leading to impaired government efficiency. Right. In other words, he's talking about a house divided. Right. And he's, he's talking about not just about like North Korea or Venezuela or Iraq, or Afghanistan. You know, and of course, another ship. I, I don't know how. Uh, what was it? The John McCain smashed into some tanker over the weekend. Still don't understand how that happens. But but nonetheless, uh, he writes that he continues to closely watch. How conflict is being handled as a guide, right? In other words, hey, okay, I'm watching these things because we have this happen continually. But he makes a stark comparison and he says, I'm not encouraged. Issuing a warning, a similar warning just days ago from Lord Jacob Rothschild. Yeah, you may, right? That's the name we all know the head of the world's biggest hedge fund said that conflicts have now intensified to the point that fighting to the death is probably more likely than reconciliation. And in a stark comparison to the days prior to World War II, he observes that politics will probably play a greater role in affecting markets than we have experienced any time before in our lifetimes, but in a manner that is broadly similar to 1937. Now, he said a lot right there. So let's kind of break this down. Politics will play a greater role in affecting markets. And okay, so now think about what we have coming. Okay? Okay. The politicians get back right that first week of September, right after the holiday. They've got a matter of a few weeks for the debt ceiling. Then they've got, what, a matter of a few weeks, because the fiscal year ends the last day of September. So they've got the debt ceiling, they've got the budget that will be due for 2018, and then, of course whatever remains of the tax cuts and talking about the effect and remember, he's not encouraged and of course you think about all the things that have been going on uh, lately and you can understand why then he says in a manner that is broadly similar to 1937 and it's, you know, those, those little walks down memory lane Right. We had, remember the last, I would say, the last comparable period. Had, you probably have to go back to the stock market crash of 1929 to to get something similar to the financial crisis and crash that we had. And depending on where you sit in the calendar, did it happen in 06, or by the time Wall Street found out about it in 08, and then remember the federal reserve fixed it okay so how did they fix it first they confiscated gold right that was the enemy and they did that in 1933 what did they do this time there wasn't gold to blame this time and really uh, the one that be the, be the one that needed the blame which was the federal reserve itself Right? We had the wolf guarding the hen house. So instead of confiscating gold, they created quantitative easing. Brought interest rates to zero. Matter of fact, we still have lots of bonds throughout the world that trade negatively. Right, A few weeks ago, remember me talking about Italy. How can Italian bonds right, be pay less yield than U.S. Treasury notes, right, because they took the printing press away from the Italians, right, because they're part of the EU. It makes no sense. Four years afterward, they claimed victory. So they confiscated gold in 1933, and by 1937 they had claimed victory compared to what we have today. They started quantitative easing. By 2013, they had done their job, and four years later, they're claiming victory, right? And they're raising rates and and doing all of these things. They're talking tough. And this is exactly what happened in the 30s. In 1937, the central bank was doing victory laps, only to have the United States go back into recession. And you've heard me many, many times tell you we didn't fix it. It didn't get it did not work. We got lucky. And what I mean by that, World War II happened. Right? How did the economy get going again? Hundreds of thousands of Americans went overseas to fight a war. Right? They re- they redid all the manufacturing plants to, to to make bullets and guns and tanks and all that stuff. And then when the war was over, all of the major cities in Europe, and of course, by the time it was done, Japan, right, they were in rubble. And we helped rebuild it all. And according to Ray Dalio's note, and and this is, you know, what they do, right? They 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 come out and they keep their Billionaire uh, friends in the know, right? They come out and they talk about, hey, this is what I think is going to be happening. This is what you need to do with your money. This is how you need to prepare. And And he talks about how he believes that the most likely outcome is not us coming together, but the other way around, right? A fight to the death. Of course, what he's talking about is war. And and he says that part of his, I guess, how he views the world is he's one of those guys, very similar to a lot of us, that think you can learn a lot from history. You know the saying goes, history repeats itself. Well, Dalio's spin on that is it doesn't repeat itself exactly, right? It's never exactly how it was, but there's enough there that the the results are very similar and the outcomes are also very similar. And so what he says, then this was over the weekend, what he was telling everybody over the weekend was, hey, this is how I see it playing out. This feels like nineteen thirty seven. And quite honestly, the the fix isn't fixed. So all of the things that the Federal Reserve has claimed that they've done isn't been resolved. And you kind of see that when you when you look at their own minutes. Right? Forget about the sanitized version we all got spoon fed. About there being a possible division. There was outright, and, I, and I, I'll I be honest, I've never seen it. I mean, you saw some, like Greenspan era, you never saw it, right? He was the maestro, and everybody was on board. If he said to look up into the solar eclipse, we would have done it. Under Bernanke, even him, yeah, maybe you'd get the occasional dissenter, Right, we see that all, it was 8 to 1 instead of 9 to 0. And maybe you would have some Fed governors, maybe some of them questioned the size of the quantitative easing, right? Some of them questioned the size of the bailouts. But by and large, they were on board. This is the first time, at least, that I can remember where we had Federal Reserve governors openly state, and this is the thing, this was something they knew was going to get recorded, where they questioned the integrity of their their own data, right, they're questioning whether or not these great economic models that they use to create all of their policy decisions. I mean, this is what they did make their policies on. Whether or not these models are accurate. And then you hear Bridgewater CEO come out and say, hey, listen, this is 1937 all over again. Right? The Federal Reserve's policy is wrong. We're more divided than we've been in at least, you know what, I guess since the Second World War, and then the fact that he explicitly tells his entire clientele, "You better buy some gold," because that's really the one thing that is going to to save you in in the event of some form of financial eclipse or some form of repeat of what happened. In the 19, after 1937, which is what? The country went right back into recession again. And a lot of us have been speculating this is kind of where it looks like it at. I don't know about the war thing. Right? I don't, you know, we follow it, but that's not what I do. Right? You can get that somewhere else, talk to some general I don't know. Right? I hope, you know, you, you look at here at home and, and Eric... Before he retired, you know, think about that. He retired four, over four years ago. And remember the things that he talked about, talked about how this is a nation divided. And you see what all these protests and right. Did, did anyone really care about these statues six months ago, a year ago? I don't know. I never heard about it. Crazy things are happening Patriot Radio News, our get back, we're going to talk about another rule change. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, and we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, a constitutional attorney and articulate
1: voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. America produces more than 90% of the useful inventions in the entire world, in part because the United States has always had the greatest protections for the property rights of inventors. Ever since our founders took a break from the Constitutional Convention to watch a demonstration of a new invention known as the steamboat and then inserted the patent clause into the U.S. Constitution, inventors have been inspired to create and obtain patents here. Large corporations and other opponents of our patent system insist that patent trolls rather than genuine inventors obtain unjustified patents and use them to bring frivolous lawsuits against productive companies. But the largest computer patent settlement ever shows just how wrong the anti-patent narrative is. In 2012, Carnegie Mellon University won a jury award of over $1 billion for two patents that electrical and computer engineering professor Jose Mora and one of his students had developed on a particular computer chip. The trial judge boosted the award to $1.5 billion, representing 50 cents for every chip of a certain type that was sold by the defendants, Marvel Technology Group, and Marvel Semiconductors. But on appeal, the court sharply reduced the damage award. The Federal Circuit, which specializes in intellectual property cases, reduced the award to only $278 million. This appellate court held that defendants weren't liable for infringement for any of the chips that they manufactured and sold outside the United States. The court remanded for a new trial to determine if defendants were entitled to additional damages. In February 2016, Marvel agreed to pay the largest settlement ever for a computer-related patent in the total of $750 million to the university and its inventors. The university indicated that it shared the settlement with the individual inventors, keeping about $250 million of the settlement for itself, which it promised to use to help future students. And the original chip inventors will receive substantial sums that richly reward them for their innovation.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. American ingenuity should be celebrated and rewarded. Individual inventors should be protected from any threat, foreign or domestic, that would steal their patents and profits. At phyllisschlafly.com, we promise to stand up for those who work hard, innovate, and dream big. If that's you, join us at phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Got a couple of items. These are in stock, which is the best kind. I've got and I don't have very many, so this is gonna be limited. But before the eclipse hits, get your financial house in order. I'm gonna give you two great deals. I have you know, we ran those five dollar Indians last week. I guess it was probably two weeks ago. Uh, and and I, I think we ran them at three hundred and ninety-five dollars, or maybe actually I think it was three hundred and ninety dollars. I've, I've got ten of them left. I don't know how. I, I don't know how, but we do. So there's ten of them here. They're right now today four hundred and twenty dollars. So I'm going to do them at the 390 price. So you're saving, I mean, 30 bucks a pop. And I will just tell you, Indians are going unobtainable again. Uh, matter of fact, when we did it, we waited one – I know uh, two people had to wait several weeks to get them. Uh, so we actually probably ran it a little longer than two weeks ago because I remember they – they took our order. The wholesaler took our order. Unfortunately, he didn't have the product set aside, so it took a little bit. But I've got 10 of them left over at three ninety. So you're saving 30 bucks a pop. And then I've got 35 backdate Silver Eagle rolls. Right now, if you're looking at Silver Eagles today, $415 a roll. These are going to be at $400, so you're going to save $15 a roll uh, on those, so you'll be paying less than $3 over spot for Silver Eagles. I've only got 35 rolls of those, so I've got, on the gold side, I've got 10 $5 Indians, and these are the, these you, most of you know, these are my favorite coin, and the best coin America ever made was the $5 Indian. It had that incuse design where they carved into the coin. It's the male Indian with the headdress on. It's just a cool-looking coin. I guess you may want to buy it before we ban those. Uh, those are at 390 I only have 10 And then, of course, the 35 rolls of silver at $400 a roll. I have 35 of those at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. So now we got a, a warning from Ray Dolly, right? We've had warnings from Paul Singer. We've had, you know, the warnings are everywhere, right? And I kind of make fun about, oh, nobody sees a bubble, and yet there, you know, uh, everything says this is a bubble. Then I read something uh, today where I was like, man, I didn't know that. And this was actually out of the New York Post. It's the, quote, shock market rally. Cash-rich U.S. companies, right, they talk about, oh, we've had double-digit earnings growth, and I told you, yeah, temper that. Right, because the, the first two quarters of last year, we had the, the oil price in the 20s, you know, and, and so, yeah, yes, we, technically it's true, but it's not as good as they have made it out. Cash-rich US companies have plunged nearly four trillion dollars of their cash into buying back their stock since two thousand and eight. Now I wanna I wanna preface this. Most of them didn't do it with their cash. <laughs> Most of them, because the borrow money was almost free, right? Borrowed it. But $4 trillion, okay? We knew that, right? We knew that. We, 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 we've we talked about it a lot during the years, over the last nine years, about how, you know what, this is why, at least for me, if you're going to give tax breaks, give them, to, give them to unlisted, non-publicly traded companies. Right? They talk about, oh, yeah, the tax rate's too high, we're uncompetitive, and this and that. It's all nonsense. They give them all these loopholes and all these other things, but neither here nor there. This is what they did with the quote-unquote Federal Reserve's fix. They didn't build new plants. They didn't spend more money on research and development. They didn't increase your wages. No, instead, they did what they were these CEOs are in charge of doing, make their, or at least try to make their stock price go up. It is a massively manipulated market, as it hovers near record territory. Former Citigroup executive Richard Bowen, now he claims that he was one of the people blowing the whistle on the subprime mortgage crisis, And noted how the share buybacks in the open market were once deemed illegal. That's something that I did not know. The Securities and Exchange Commission eased these rules in the 1980s. And again, you think about all of this corporate welfare, and we have no idea how much of it they've actually gotten right just think about if they had these four trillion dollars still here they could have actually paid people more money maybe they would have actually spent money researching and developing things and employing americans this market scares the crap out of me bowen said Sensing a potential financial disaster, and this is how these things the unintended consequences of these actions in the nineteen eighties, they never dreamed that companies would buy four trillion dollars of their own stock pack. They never dreamed that they would borrow money to do it. Of course they never dreamed that interest rates were gonna to go to zero either. The buyback binge is not isolated to the market giants like Apple, right, and Amazon and all the rest. Crowdsourcing review sites Yelp just approved 200 million shares in buybacks. It doesn't matter. If you're a publicly traded company, this is what you've been doing. Citigroup announced a $15.6 billion stock buyback. This is the same city group that's closing branches, getting rid of bankers. Yes, believe it or not, yep, that's what's happening. Critics wonder if this is the best use of cash for a company. But the effect on the stock price and the CEO's bonus make this a win-win for management. In other words, part of the reason why they had this in place as well But they prevented these guys from, what, lining their own pockets. (laughs) Hey, let's see. I can get a big bonus if I authorize $15 billion in stock buybacks. Patriot Radio News Hour, something else to think about. Oh, by the way, while they're buying back their stock, they're also ripping us off. We'll give you the latest next. (laughs) 800 We still have the 10 Indians, the 10 dollars Indians. I thought those would go first uh, at 390 so you're saving $30 a coin. I only have 10. I'm down to 25 rolls of Silver Eagles at $400, so you're going to save uh, $15 a roll on the Silver Eagles. You're going to save $30 a coin on the $5 Indians. At 800 Uh Gold's up uh, four and change, $1,290. Of course, we know Friday gold touched a new high for the year, hit 1300 uh Then very predictable, they sold it back off, uh, back on the rise again today uh, at 1290 I really think, depending on the Jackson Hole thing, I, I, if Draghi delivers the message I think he's going to, uh, that we could see uh, another challenge to 1300 It's just a matter of time. And really, I think by the time Congress gets back and we have problems with the budgets and the debt ceilings and the like, I know Goldman Sachs, I don't know where they, they come out. They're like bookies now. They're odds makers saying that they've increased the chances of a government shutdown to now 50 50 and of course the government shutdown uh, will occur if they don't raise the the debt limit uh, And like i said they have uh to the end of september uh to get that done and, and people say maybe it's the first week of october but uh right in that area and uh Silver right now, by the way, 1704. 1704. Silver's up uh, 4 cents today. Talking about these banks, you know, they've got us. You you have to have them, right? I mean, you got to buy insurance, right? you got to buy long term care, right? You've you, you, you got these 401ks and your IRAs, and every week we turn around and we, just a they just continually are ripping you off, ripping us all off. Listen, if, you, if all of you out there, if you run a small business, you know what I'm talking about. From credit card fees, right, that was the latest right now. Well, Pretty much, Wells Fargo, they didn't miss anything. They got you for everything. And, of course, I'm the one that says, you think Wells Fargo's alone, you're crazy. Last week, we talked about how Deutsche Bank and Bank of America both settled and agreed to pay a combined sixty-five million dollars to settle investor litigation accusing large banks of of rigging the thirty. Or I'm sorry, the nine trillion dollar government agency bond market for over a, a decade. They were doing this. They agreed to, to the settlement. They said that the the totals 48 million for Deutsche Bank, 17 million for Bank of America were filed last Thursday in the US District Court of Manhattan. By the way, both banks deny wrongdoing. Right? Yeah, we're guilty, and we're going to pay, but we're going to pretend that we didn't do anything illegal and no one gets to go to prison. This was the first Excuse me, the first of the litigation of 10 banks engaging in brazen conspiracy to rig U.S. debt markets. And you start thinking about, right, they were rigging the market. The last time I checked, that was wrong. That was illegal. If you or I did it, trust me, we'd be in prison. They said the investigations are led by the Iron Workers' Pension Plan of Western Pennsylvania, KBC Asset Management of Nevada, the Sheet Metals Workers' Pension Plan of Northern California, just to name a few. The, co- the collusion ran from 05 to 15, and I doubt that's what it. I don't know i don't have any you know evidence but i think oh five is just as far back as they really went that's just my opinion but nonetheless that happened last week and then three more public pension fans are now suing six wall street investment banks saying the banks overcharged their investors and what is known as the stock loan market. The suit being brought by Iowa Public Employees Retirement System, the Orange County Employees Retirement System, the Sonoma County's Employees Retirement Association, right, these guys, they don't care who they steal from. Old people, young people, middle-aged people, Black people, white people, Asian people, they don't care. Those being sued, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan Chase, UBS, Credit Suisse, Morgan Stanley, and Bank of America. Did they miss anybody? Oh yeah, Wells Fargo. <laughs> the one person not in the suit, right? No, they got their own problem. The lawsuit claims six banks overcharged investors to borrow shares in companies probably companies they recommended them borrowing particularly for investment strategies like selling a stock short Hmm. let's see hey old people you got lots of money in those pension systems we think you should short Apple today you know what, probably should short Amazon, and and uh, you know what, why don't you short the other banks as well? Then all of us are going to get together, and we're going to tell all of you to do the same thing. And then we're going to go out and go the other way on the market and, and take all the profits. Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, UBS creditors, Morgan Stanley declined comment. Goldman Sachs said it didn't have an immediate comment. <laughs> I've got a comment. Yeah. The one finger salute. painter Radio News Hour. Get those Indians in the silver. Final segment coming up. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a douche, another runner in the night. Blinded by the
1: light, wrapped up like a
0: douche. Little Man to close it out. Blinded by the light. If you don't want to be blinded by the eclipse, Wendy Estate. And I believe this to be true, but I don't know. Check it out. You can take your phone, your 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 smartphone, and, you know, when you take a picture, you're able to change the, the camera to be looking, like, at you or looking at the right. what's in front of you. So if you turn it to be looking at you. And then put it over your shoulder. Put it over your shoulder.
1: And then look through it. That way, because you're not actually looking at the sun. So, right,
0: get your phone to be looking at the sun, right. but not you looking, and then you can look at your phone and see the eclipse. Because that way you're not directly right. staring at We're it. We're only going to get a partial eclipse. Right, yeah. partial one here. And I think that's, what, in about 20 minutes, something like that? Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, that's a great idea. I didn't think about that. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, there you go. So, see, we do so much more here. We do. We do. We try to keep you. As up to date as possible. I got a question. How are you not on the phone? It's crazy. Take advantage here. This is ridiculous. Well, we still got 25 rolls. We had no one no, call we, during the break. We
1: only, have, we only have 20
0: rolls. 20 rolls. So I'm sorry. 20 please, rolls please, of silver at 400. Roll. We still got all 10 of the Indians at 390. Someone should just scoop those up. That's like giving it away. Okay. Yes. At 800 Uh One last look here. So, Gold's up five hundred or $500, $5.40, uh, just under $1,292. Uh, silver now at 1705 The Dow's up 13 points. The Dow tested the S&P's 100-day moving average today. It bounced. I think we're going to test it again if that breaks. We're probably in score for another down day in the markets. But as of right now, uh, the Dow's up 13. The s and up 2. The NASDAQ uh, is negative. And hold on a second. Wendy came running back in here. Tell me. Talk. It
1: won't hurt your
0: eyes. It's your phone. <laughs> okay. So let's update that. Apparently, the smartphone cannot look directly into this. <laughs> Oh, there you go. You know, nothing can be simple. Uh, here's what's simple when you do business with us. It's the simplest thing to do. If you've never done business with us, if you've never bought gold or silver before, it's not complicated. And no, we are not like these other guys. We don't. Like us to call you when the check comes. We'll do all of that stuff. But here's what we don't do: there's no games, there's no bait and switches, there's none of that. When we when we run things on special, that's what really we really want you to buy. You know, all of these companies they run they'll run an item on special to get you to call. and Then when you call, they give you all the reasons why you don't want to buy it, right? And then they try to buy get you to buy something else, and they really what they want to do is. To free why because we do what we say we're going to do we treat you fairly we treat you with honesty we treat you with respect Uh, that's what separates us from everybody else Patriot radio news hour hey be safe don't go blind enjoy the eclipse and then get back to making sure your finances are in order 800-951-0592 everybody take care Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back tomorrow.